Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman. I'm here today with Marina Hansen. How are you doing, Marina? Hey, Billy. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot for uh, doing this little podcast with me. We're going to record uh, a couple minutes today. I had a few photos that came out uh, in the last couple of days. They were all long exposures that were taken at night, and they're all long exposures that I took years ago, almost a decade ago now, with at least this earliest one. There's a few others that I posted from like 2006 when I was first getting into film photography and, and, and getting some stuff like that. Uh, but the first, the first photo I had to talk about was uh, this one from uh, fall of 2007. It was uh, when I was back in Grants Pass. I just moved to college uh, up, up here or up in Corvallis. I just moved up to college and I got this lens, this manual focus lens. I think it's the one that's still out in that, that junk bucket out in the other room now. Uh, and I, I hooked it up to the, the Nikon D40 that I had. And I was having a ton of fun with it. It was that first second, that, that the first new lens that I got with the camera. It was the first uh, manual focus telephoto that I had. And I remember, yeah, I went home for a weekend in October while the, uh, the leaves were still all out. And I think while a good bit of it was kind of, uh, you know, that, that auburn yellow color that you get with some of the foliage in, uh, in October, but I went out and uh, set up a tripod at the front of my driveway and I took a, a photograph up the street and it's kind of a cool, or I like it because it gets a lot of the, there's, you know, you know how like the security lights have a hue to them, how they're yeah. green or yellow or, or sort of a blue color. And uh, it was kind of cool when I, when I shot up the way of the street uh, at night the illumination on the trees is from all of these security lights that sort of cast these different colors up into the trees. So some trees get this yellow color, other trees get this more natural white or, you know, natural light color. And then these others get this deep sort of artificial green night color into them. So you get these kind of different colors sort of sorted through. And it's not a perfect photo by any means. It was really one of the, the earlier photographs that I was uh, out, you know, trying to take. Uh, as soon as I went up to college, just uh, just a couple months after I got my first uh, digital SLR camera, and I was still trying to figure out all the the night stuff. And, and the night stuff, like what we're looking at here, it was really helpful to me because um, the process of it is really slow. Like with sports, we talked about before that with sports photography, it's one of those situations where you have to shoot a lot of photographs, maybe in one second. Like this, this, there's one second of play in action that you need to get a few shots of. And then that one photo is going to be that, that pinnacle, you know, whenever the ball is caught, whatever that thing is, or the tackle is made. Uh, with night photos, with the long exposures, it was cool to practice with because you can be so specific and, and kind of discreet about understanding like, oh, this, or especially when you don't know, because that's the thing in this, like, I didn't know really the craft. I didn't know how to do it, but uh but it's cool to get all of the the slowed down set of opportunities where you get to see what happens the next photo you take when you roll your aperture down or open it up or you set your ISO different or you, you play with your shutter speed or you know you keep dropping it down like oh maybe I'll do a one second exposure wait maybe and I'll try a two or a three or a four or maybe a thirty second exposure and I'll see kind of how these differences in the capture of light go and I thought that was a cool uh, a cool way to do it but it was uh, a fun photo to come across kind of reminded myself of uh, some of the photo projects or the little photo outings I do. Yeah, it's cool seeing uh, some of these old ones come through. I really like these uh, these long exposures you've did uh, in the past that were uh, not of the sky. Yeah. Because we've done a lot of that stuff yeah. recently. Right. So it's kind of cool seeing this other kind of uh, long exposure photography come through. You know, 
yeah, I've liked doing that too. Um, going through, back through a few of these old ones and, and trying to pull some things out. So yeah, I like seeing that picture. It's kind of fun. These other two, I think I might've taken these both on the same night, perhaps even in the same spot. I don't know. Uh, but I think that, um, so the next photo that we have to talk about, is the squiggly lines. It's kind of these bright neon colors, kind of all curvy and, and squirrely through the, uh, the frame of the photograph. And this, this oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, this photo, um, I think it was taken, well, I was working uh, downtown, you know, in this area where there's a, a handful of, of different lights, you know, like different street lights kind of out in the distance sort of spotty. And I think what happened is I take, I hit the shutter button and then I picked the tripod up and I was walking down the street to, to go to a new location. I moved it while the, you know, the shutter was open during a long exposure. But uh, what it captured while it was moving was this kind of jostle of all the, the motion that I was making with the camera against the fixed position of these, uh, these street lights that are out there. And so it created this kind of crazy, squiggly, abstract pattern. I like this one. This is a really cool one because uh, all the lights have different textures to them. Yeah. Which is neat. I see that a bit too. Yeah, there's a few lights that are similar. I like that there's uh, at least a little purple, a little green, a little blue in there. A lot of them ended up as orange, amber lights, uh, which is fine. But yeah, a lot of a lot of crazy shapes though. It doesn't seem uh, you know super uh, concentric or specific. So you just wonder like how did that, how did all that shape happen just from moving around for a second or two? And it seems hard to map. You know, like sometimes you just a little circle and like mm -hmm. a, a short motion with a long exposure. You kind of you kind of map out or you make out like sort of the the drag of the light as the exposure happened. In this one, it seems chaotic and electric and it's kind of cool. It was just a fun one that I came across. I liked it way back in the day. It was fun to put up again. Yeah, I like this one. I think it's yeah. a cool abstract. Winter 2008. Wow. Yeah, I think it was January 2008. And the next photo, January 2008 also. Again, I'm pretty sure they're taken on the same day. But I remember this was at the end of Christmas break I think as I was coming into like my, the winter term of my freshman year, but as I was finding out, and this is what it was, I remember this is what precipitated this photo trip, was that uh, I had just filed, I think on like the second or third, you know, whatever, like, you remember the FAFSA days where you have to apply for the financial aid? Ooh, our yeah. heaters are coming on. You have to apply for financial aid right after January 1st to get your bucks, right? right? So this is my freshman year. I just started. I got one term in. Probably pretty certain I remember really hating college by this point. And continue to for the next three and a two-thirds year. Uh, and so I found out this night that I was going to receive really essentially no money, no grant money <laughs> from uh, for going to Oregon State University like I had for my freshman year. I remember that was the, the big, uh, or just the frustration, the grumble, right, is that uh, I applied for my freshman year. You get a significant amount of grant money to kind of get you in. And then all of a sudden, when you come back around next year for your sophomore year, you don't really have the same things applicable to you any longer. Yeah, there aren't the same supports available anymore. You have, let's say your tuition is $1,000 to make it round. You have $1,000 available to you. Right. Yeah, none of that is a grant. All of it is a loan. Right, uh, that you have to pay back. That I did take, that I do have to pay back, that is still the burden upon me. And uh, I remember being really frustrated, yeah, that I wasn't going to really get any help for college for my sophomore year. And my parents were unobservant of the situation. 
So I remember uh, frustratedly taking my, my little camera and my stuff and I took off at midnight as soon as I got those results of like, oh, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to go in huge debt to go to school. And I went around and I, I went down to this place at night by myself, I had my little headphone in, probably let's do a podcast. And uh, I was taking some, some long exposures of the, uh, the misty smokestacks that were down at the, uh, at the industrial area in downtown Grants Pass. It was good. It was a good night. You know, I remember, uh, yeah, checking out a few different spots. I remember it was cold, but, oh, man, I was so frustrated, though. Oh, what a hard time. It's still so expensive. Uh, yeah, it is. Put a couple hundred bucks for that silly thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think that's uh, kind of a rundown of those three. But, but, yeah, it was really frustrating doing that, though. But what I did like about, yeah, this last one was uh, in the industrial areas of Grants Pass, you'd go down. You know how mill is. It was, you know, it's just probably some old plywood mill. I think it may have even shut down since then. I mean, this is winter 2008. I think this is actually literally before the financial crisis. Oh, so all the wow. financial stuff happened this this nine months after this yeah. photo. Yeah, right. Oh, so it was, interesting. Yeah, it was still the uh, the early world. There was uh, it was yeah 2007 and money money was easy, but um, but yeah, I remember. Uh, take it go or going down here and it's cool because it, in a long exposure the smoke goes up right and uh, and then it kind of lists and dissipates really quite quickly it's not in the photograph it seems more apparent but i think what it is is as it blows up and then as a long exposure takes place those particulates they kind of move through that light still yeah. and then blow out and so as it moves through the light it stays illuminated and then it captures more it captures for longer uh in the center and, I, and so i like the kind of uh, flared sort of long look that the smokestack uh, or the steam coming out of the top of the stack shows as it, uh, as it sort of floats over the, the industrial piping and, and fittings and stuff that are doing whatever they are in the middle of the night out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a cool one. The way the smoke is caught and it looks kind of extreme. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought the light on it was cool. You know, this was early too. I, I had really a poor conceptual understanding of uh, composi composition or really even exposure or interest in a photograph. It was kind of difficult for me to pin those things down. And you can see those weaknesses in even the three of these photos. I mean, you know, it's interesting. The abstract could kind of be argued to be from whatever era I might've taken an abstract in, but, um, but at least uh, like within these others, you can kind of see some of the differences in the way I might take a picture now or the, the kind of composition or, or um, what would you say? Like, um, there's the composition of the photo, but also the content of the photo. Trying yeah. to make that uh, more of something or more isolated. I think that's a big part of the, the, the composition stuff I learned later is to isolate. Like I look at these photos now and I would have like cut this out or focused in on this piece or, you know, not gone wide to show these things. Like I'm looking at this, uh, like the picture of the industrial stuff with the flare, the smokestack. And mm -hmm. at the base of it, there's sort of these, these other buildings that are illuminated. Now that would mm -hmm. never show up in a photograph that I could put. Or, you know, you cut that out. Or yeah. You kind of you'd move closer to the thing. You get you get kind of like right up onto the smokestacks, and you sort of take a picture with the with a tighter angle, kind of going vertically through all the pipes or something. There's just so many different ideas that you would have now after having experience. Yeah, that's so strange that you can't get to. Maybe it's there, but you can't really access that part. That's really interesting. I noticed that about a lot of my old photos too. And even just from a year ago, which is good, I guess, that there's yeah. continued growth. But I noticed that a lot, just the way you're able to put together an idea 
for a photo. Oh yeah. Seems to change a lot. Yeah. Understanding even that there is an idea for a photo. Oh, that's like the first five years of photography right there. <laughs> it seems like, I don't know, maybe some folks uh, would believe they'd know that sooner. I believed I knew that sooner. And it's interesting how that is, how it takes, you know, I hear this with other creative pursuits too, you know, that, that are pursuits toward mastery that you have to do for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I know like comics say it's like 10 years and then you start to understand what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's such a, a weird thing, but I believe that in photography too. I think that now 10 years in, and I mean, probably as, as it goes into 15 and 20, that's when it seems like you're really starting to, at the very beginning, hit your first levels of understanding what to do in a picture or why to take it, how to develop some kind of content in the image that's more complex or more dynamic or more interesting. Probably a lot of the photos that we end up seeing here are kind of silly or don't have a ton of, uh, don't have a ton of draw or conceptualization. And I'm certainly not the photographer that would be known for that the most by any means. But it's interesting though, just kind of looking back as an exercise even, but looking back at those old pieces of work that you did and seeing how your creativity's changed yeah, or how you're, you're thinking about, uh, making stuff that's creative has sort of evolved and adapted and maybe grown over the years. And it's cool. It's cool to see growth. I appreciate, uh, you know, being able to note some of the, uh, the more interesting complexities I'm able to put into photographs now. I think it's cool. I really noticed it with yours too. Yeah. I think it's been really fun shooting around together for all these years. Yeah. Me too. It's been pretty neat. Uh, but yeah, that's a rundown. I think of the, the last three photos I put up onto Instagram, some oldies, but some goodies from uh, fall of 2007, winter of 2008. I think there's been a few of those other ones up there too. Maybe there's a handful in the, in the last uh, month or so that are kind of from that time. But, uh, oh, I got a bunch of new photos too that I got to put up. Oh, put, yeah. Well, we should put some of those new ones from like last week, from a cool sunset, all our little goat pictures. Hey. I've got some camera pictures too I wanted to put up. I wanted to oh, kind of put up some cool. of those pieces. Yeah, some of the ones yeah, about like, I remember different, you taking those. different little cameras. I've yeah. shot with over the years. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of a, a fun project when maybe I don't have as much other cool content to put up. <laughs> That's a cool one. I'll, uh, cool I'll bank it. Yeah. The history of cameras. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun putting that together. We'll do a we'll do some longer podcast. Well, maybe we'd podcast about it already. Who knows? But we'll put it we'll put it out again. <laughs> when we talk about it again. It'd be fun. So yeah, Marina, thanks a lot for uh hanging with me, doing a little podcast. Thanks for having me on, Billy. I appreciate it. So on behalf of Marina Hansen, my name is Billy Newman. And I want to say thank you very much for everyone who bothered to listen to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast.